Welcome to the Follow Me Podcast. I'm Allie Grant, the founder of Be Social. Each week, we're inviting influencers, entrepreneurs, and the digitally savvy to share their social media story. We're going to break down how they've grown a business through their social footprint. Join us by following along on their journey. Hey guys, welcome back to the Follow Me Podcast. It's Allie here. Um, Today's guests I love. They're so cute, smart, fun, just really amazing people to be around. They're new moms. They have an amazing brand that I want everything in their collection. Um, So really excited to get into that today. Okay, so now we're going to go into what we saw on the internet. Um, Loving Apple Plus. Has anyone watched the morning show? I mean, I can't believe Jennifer Aniston's back on TV. Well, I guess it's not TV, it's streaming, but I am so excited about her new show and it's with Reese Witherspoon, which are like two of my favorites, but I'm just really excited about all the original content that they're going to be streaming now on Apple Plus. Um, super excited. So that's what I saw on the internet. Hopefully you guys saw that or you should go and watch it. Highly suggest. Um, and then this week's episode, we talked to Cami and Cologne of Show Me Your Moo Moo. Um, these are girls that I have just loved everything that they're putting together and doing. Um, and on this episode, we are really talking about social media and utilizing that to grow a business. Um, obviously super important launching a fashion company, which is no easy feat. It's really difficult. There's a lot of moving parts that go into that from manufacturers to shipping and growing a team. Um, and then how they use influencer marketing, Um, and really they've grown their brand so organically by getting it into the right people's hands. So I think if you're looking to launch your own brand, this is a really good one to listen to. I love these girls. Cami and Cologne graduated from UC Berkeley in 2008 with an aptitude for fashion and design. They looked for a place where creativity could have a real impact. So Show Me Your Moo Moo was born. In 2010, Cami and Cologne relocated from New York to Los Angeles to build an original American-made clothing brand and began work on Show Me Your Moo Moo full time. The brand quickly grew under their creative direction and within a few years was being sold in major retail stores including Saks, Bloomingdale's, and Nordstrom. Welcome ladies. Yay, I'm so glad you guys are here. Okay, so we start every episode the same. I'm going to take you guys back to memory lane. Tell me about your first Instagram post. This is so funny and embarrassing. So when I was going to look at my first, this is Cammie, when I was going to look at my first Instagram post and Moomoo's, it was both like so heavily hipstamatic. Oh, yes, yes. Is that It had like these weird edges and crazy, I mean, filters that would be considered like absolutely insane nowadays to do and be taken seriously. But we were really going filter heavy back then. Oh, 100%. So my personal one was from my brother's um, senior football game at LSU. Mm -hmm. I remember it very clearly. I had just been dumped by my boyfriend. Oh, no. (laughs) And so I think I was trying to like post something like, look, I'm okay. Yeah. (laughs) Look at me on Instagram. You got like two likes on it. So I don't know how many Right? Exactly. I think it was like two likes, maybe one. (laughs) And then Moomoo's first was a like BTS from a photo shoot we were doing in my mom's backyard with this big crew and the racks. And it's actually a fun picture. Yeah. That one definitely took me down a happier memory lane. And Cologne, what was yours? Mine is so embarrassing and random too. It was like a picture of Vegas. Uh, like on the skyline from the car because I was on my way there with my friends and they yeah. were telling me like you need me on Instagram and I was like 
I just really don't want to do it, you guys. Like, please don't make me do it. And so they, like, took my phone and made the account and, like, took a picture of the Vegas skyline and posted it. And I did not care. But looking back, it's like, come on. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. First Instagram posts are, like, hilarious. And, like, what we talk about is, like, such a funny question. Because you never know what people are going to say or, like, what their first post was. So you guys posted, I think it was 2011, your first post. So take me back to that time. I assume this is pre-Show Me Your Moo Moo or the start of it. So, like, tell us a little bit about that. So we will be celebrating our 10-year anniversary um, oh, wow. coming up. So, so you started 2009. Yeah. 2010, yeah. 2009, we were doing it really like rogue in the apartment in New mm-hmm. York. It wasn't necessarily like official full-time jobs. So yeah. 2010 is sort of, 2020 is what we're saying is our 10-year anniversary. Oh, that but is such a milestone. Yeah, we're so excited. Yeah. But when you just said 2011, I'm like, wow. That's so long ago. So you were like a year in, I guess, yeah, at that point. In. So and tell Facebook me about was that. King at that time, Fa- like, and Instagram yeah. wasn't. Instagram no. was nothing. Facebook was everything. My how times have changed. Did Facebook have a big part of your business and like help grow it and in like get customers? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That was actually like how we grow it. That's that's really the main way we we grew it because. I mean, we didn't have Instagram at all. Yeah. So it was really just Facebook. That was the only social media at the time, right? I mean, there was Twitter and stuff, but you don't grow a company on Twitter usually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like sharing albums and like things like that on Facebook. And Pinterest, I imagine for you guys might have been. Pinterest Pinterest. became big when we started paying attention to it. Um, We, especially like when we, when we got married and we got super into that, we also like escalated the Pinterest a lot more. But in the very early days, it was Facebook and we would, um, we lived together in New York in an apartment. And so we made everything in New York. We would go grab it in a trash bag, go back to our apartment, like stuff it in the freezer. We had all the shipping supplies in our little kitchen in New York. It was hilarious. Like So your like samples and stuff and your actual product was like in your freezer? Yeah. Like freezer, yeah. like oven, hang them drawers, on the TV. hanging on the TV. We had like the tiniest apartment. And uh. so we just really didn't have any space. Like we didn't really have, I mean, I think my closet was the coat closet. So it was like really, it was so small. So we just had everything in the cupboards and the oven. We never cooked, obviously. Like That's we didn't so do like sex in the city of you. So it was. Oh my so God. we had everything, all the shipping supplies in the oven and all of that. So, and we sh- did everything ourselves, obviously, from the beginning. So it was like shipping. Yeah. Shipping department was the kitchen and like, um, you know, we made the website like out of the apartment with this like random guy from Craigslist. Like no. it was so, it was so fun. How did you know like where to start? Cause I feel like this is everyone's like dream to like have a fashion line. Like how do you know like how to find a manufacturer and design clothing? Like tell me about that. It's a great question. <laughs> it's like a 79 part question, yeah. right? And, um, because things change so quickly. Yeah. As Clone mentioned, Craigslist was actually a huge resource for us in the beginning. I mean, yeah. that was something fairly new at that time and super cool. Like you had access to all sorts of little people that could do jobs and this and that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in the beginning, we very much just sort of put together um, our whole system through Craigslist. I mean, that's how you found yeah. our pattern that maker, our website crazy. designer, like all of these things. And Cologne had started another company. Okay. She has a secret identity <laughs> as a reality TV star. Wait, no. what? If you go on YouTube. No, don't look at it. It's so <laughs> well, stupid. <laughs> now I'm like Stylista. curious. Yeah. I was on this reality show called Stylista. It was like the Elle magazine one. It lasted one season. Okay, cool. <laughs> so obviously it wasn't very popular, which is probably a good thing. But um, so yeah, I just, I, I 
I came back, I guess, like really pumped on like, I, like on fashion and what I was yeah. going to do. And so I started this like little company and basically we ended up just like t- rolling that company into the Moo Moo company. That okay. Was a much better idea and going to be a lot more successful. How did you decide to partner together? Like, what did that look like? Well, we lived together at okay. that time and we both had uh, different full-time jobs in fashion. Okay. And... So we both were already working in fashion, but more in sales, and she was doing fit modeling and things like that. So sort of different than the full picture, but learning a lot. Yeah. And we went on this trip to Miami, and Miami is so hot in the summer. I mean, so, so, so humid and hot. And the whole time we were there, this whole weekend, we kept saying, oh, I wish we had this thing. It would be like a moo-moo, but like a cute moo-moo, like Mm -hmm. a sexy moo-moo. We kept saying it. We kept wanting this thing. And our friend that was there with us, he was like, you guys just need to make this thing. Like, if you both work in fashion in New York and you can't find the thing that you want, most likely other people can't too. Totally. So then we came home and, yeah, Ode Cologne was Cologne's company. We kind of kept rolling with <laughs> oh, some of wow. the logistics Fancy. there. So embarrassing, you guys. I think my mom made me name that. And the that. website designer, and like, so we kind of but like yeah. took the roots of that, and um, it eventually became yeah. Show Me Your Moo Moo. But obviously, that sounded like a very short version of like years of yeah, it, was it a getting lot more to than a level. That. But yeah. organically, we just wanted to do it. And to be perfectly honest, in the beginning, we were just doing it for fun. Yeah. Um, we weren't being like, we're going to have this huge business. You know, yeah. we were like, we have these other full-time jobs that it would be really fun to make mm-hmm. this thing we both want. Let's just do it on the side. Right. And then because it was just going so well, we were fortunately able to take that risk and quit our full-time jobs and pursue it to see if it was something that could be that a awesome. career. And like, here we are now. So yeah. Was taking that leap of like quitting your full-time jobs like very scary? I feel like I get a lot of questions about that. Like when is the right time? Like when can I quit my full-time job? It was, for me, it was definitely very scary. Um, But I think, I mean, when, because we started the company, like, I don't know, it was such like a fake it till you make it type of situation. Like, I mean, we, I think it's kind of like that for everyone. If they, if someone acts like they know what they're doing in the beginning, they don't. Like mm-hmm. you have so much to learn unless you've done it before. I mean, a lot of people, when you start a company, it's your first company you've started or at least like gotten that far with. So for us, like you really were just learning as we went. And every every different phase was obviously its own, you know, little chapter. And I think when we got to that part of our story, we were like, I mean, we I, I, I had a lot of confidence in Moo Moo at the time, but it was definitely something that I, we, we would joke about. You know, we're like, one day we're going to have a big Moo Moo company in this big office, and, like, we're going to have a Moo Moo mansion and, like, all this stuff. And it was this big, like, kind of joke. Yeah. But, I mean, we don't have a Moo Moo mansion now. But Sam, we sure. have a big office with a <laughs> yeah. lot of people that work there. And it's, like, crazy what it's become. But I think at that time, we we had you had to be able to see the vision of this could be something big. Yeah. So you, you don't want to do it too soon. I mean, actually, I don't know. Maybe you could. If you really believe in it, I think you definitely got to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. It's something like, you know, it's always going to be scary. And, I mean, I lived on Cammie's couch. We Our first office was her apartment. I lived on our couch with her boyfriend. And, like, it was (laughs) fine. And we had interns, like, coming into our house and, like. Sleeping on the couch. It was, like, you know. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. Um, So, you know, I mean, it's it's not like we had a lot of. 
you know, we weren't just like cruising around and we could do whatever we wanted. Like we really had yeah. to like put it, put the effort in, in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and it was just us two doing it all for like, for like four years. Oh, wow. So your first employee was four years in? Mm, probably like three or four years. Yes. I would think we had a record that okay. but I would say. I'm yeah. Like, and what we was don't that? know. I don't know. <laughs> um, what was that first hire? Like, what were you like, we need help with this? What was our first hire? Lauren, Lauren Kennedy? Lauren Kennedy. Yes. So we had, we had interns that would come in the summer mm-hmm. and um, one girl, Lauren Mumu, who mm-hmm. you might know from Instagram, <laughs> she was our first real employee. Does she still work for employee? you? Employee. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh cool. Yes. Followed uh, very quickly by Sarah Mumu, also on Instagram, <laughs> also was an intern. Yeah. Um, so they were very early on. And then um, uh, our production manager, same thing, pattern maker. So okay. a lot of the OGs are still, still around and have that. grown with us. And that's like super fun. It feels yeah. like we all kind of grew up together, family. which I love. Yes, I love that. Yeah, Moon was like a big family. Aww. We have so many people who have like been with us for so long yeah. from the beginning and they're still there and it's special. How many so employees do you have now? Kind of a hundred. There's like, yeah. Wow. I'd say a hundred, but There's like I'm a not sure if that's the exact, exact <laughs> number. I'm really bad at numbers, but it's yeah, either like same. right under that or right over that, um, which is absolutely crazy to me because that is, that wild. is like, I did not know that. That's, that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. You know? people. And it's hard to manage that many people and do it effectively yes. and we're still learning that balance. We're obviously new at this. Every year brings a lot of like new challenges and yeah. adventures and fun things. But we have awesome, more experienced people there now, our COO yeah. and our CFO, who help to guide us. Right. Because it's great to have a balance of people that don't know what they're doing and go off of intuition and gut and take risks. Yeah. And then a few people that have done it 10 times before and they've mm-hmm. made mistakes and can sort of help guide you but at the end of the day listening to our gut and instinct has always been like number one but having those more experienced people on our team has been really beneficial and amazing for us totally we just hired like our first president so that was like a really big step for me because it's like Mm -hmm. I also am very challenged with like managing staff and people it's like not what I'm best at more of like an idea it's person. Hard. It's it, very challenging. It's very it's almost challenging. a full-time job. Totally. <laughs> and it's yeah. like you guys are, I assume, like the creatives and the idea people and all of that. So like balancing and juggling like operations and the people mm-hmm. and the creative is like very difficult. Have there been like hard lessons along the way that you've kind of come across? So many. I mean, there's just, it's all different. Like, um, I mean, also we work with a ton of young girls. So a lot of yeah. them end up being either becoming our friends or they were our friends and that's why they work for us. So we've yeah. had to balance a lot of, you know, working with close, close friends. Um, and most of the time, like 99% of the time, it's an amazing experience and we're so lucky that we get to work with our friends, but there's that 1% where it's like the biggest challenge in the world. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've definitely so been there. I it's think hard. our staff too is like all female millennials. I mm-hmm. assume it's the same for you. And I think it's learning to manage that age group is very difficult, especially when like they're the same age as you as like the founders. So it's gotta be hard. We're all so similar. Yeah, exactly. I want to take it a step back and kind of talk about, um, your initial like launch plan. Were you direct to consumer when you first launched show me your Moomoo or were you thinking I want to go into retail and kind of talk me through that plan? We started off, um, on our website that we had built. Mm -hmm. It was 
pretty affordable website. It was the guy on Craigslist, right? Super basic. I know. And we would um, every time we put new stuff up, we would just say it on Facebook, and then we would just watch it sell out every that single time. Crazy. And I'm, I'm, we're talking about thirty items, not yeah. three hundred. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we didn't, put you crazy we didn't have capital so like we could only make as much we could as we could afford to make right. every time um but still it was cool to see it sell out every single time yeah and then we would make a little more you're like i'm on to something and then here. A like, more the next time put all the money back in and just keep growing it like, yeah sort of. how and did so you get that the was, facebook following it was just our personal following. So okay. I'm and your from, reality TV show. Oh, yeah, my reality, <laughs> reality. Which was not huge, it was, but it, it was, was big enough to help. Big enough. And then her, she's like, I have lived in a lot of places. In the South. So I had like oh. New Orleans people, Atlanta people, okay. LA people, Berkeley people, clones yes. from Newport Beach, and was on reality TV. So she had reality TV fans, <laughs> Newport Beach people, yeah. her Berkeley people. So combined, okay. we had thousands of people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot yeah. of them young girls our age who liked the clothes that we wore. Right. So it was our built-in little audience. And Cammy would make me go in and like accept every single friend that everyone. invitation that I would get. Yeah, crazy. she would try to deny I people. To deny all no, those we, are customers. Yeah, I know. I was exactly. Like, <laughs> before we started the company, though. <laughs> yeah, Cologne's so more private. And I'm like, no, you got to accept there. all these freaks because <laughs> we got to get the moo word out. Let them in. That is so funny. And I mean, you know yeah. how it is it, when right, you're yeah, on TV. So people yeah. were weird. Yeah. A lot of guys. Oh, well, that's <laughs> But either way, I got yeah. the word out. Perfect. And then <laughs> at what point, you have a pretty large following on your Instagram too, right? You've got like over 200,000. Is that right? We just 500, hit 500. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Okay, okay. How, as a brand, that's crazy. Like, how have you built that like key tips? Slowly. Yeah. I mean, when did you say 2011 was the first, right? <laughs> yeah. And we've, yeah. um, we've worked very hard on our Instagram. It's not something that we let run itself. We yeah. take it very seriously. Who runs it? Do you guys run it? No, we have, um, the amazing okay. Natalie. We used to. Yeah. We used okay. to, but yeah. for a long know, time. Yeah. <laughs> had to but, pass it off. And Lauren Moomoo ran it for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> we've had to pass it off, but now we have Someone amazing. dedicated yeah, to amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah. Because I imagine this is a big source of sales. Yes. Yeah. Instagram. For sure. Yeah. And just like, you know, overall branding, it just, you know, that's how a lot of people's eyes into the brand is our Instagram. Right. So it's sales and lifestyle and just, you know, connection with the entire brand and what we stand for is like our Instagram. Yeah. It's like, I say it's like how consumers do discovery now, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. if you say you have a brand, like I think people will go to your Instagram versus Definitely. Google or your we, website Or your website. Now. Yeah. It's so Crazy. true. It's true. So do you have like all the shoppable uh, feed and all of that now? Is that? Yeah. Okay. Which cool. has also been great. So are a good um, percentage of your sales through the Instagram like shoppable feed? They or? are. I still think that some people prefer to shop on a computer. Okay. For whatever reason. Like we're seeing mobile increase, of course, because the way the world is going. But yeah. we'll see a lot of things that we're talking about on Instagram that day sell both on mobile through Instagram and on desktop that day as well. So we see what we do on Instagram being shopped even further than Instagram, if that yeah. makes sense. Like no, you can't does. always trace every single yeah. sale back, but it definitely has a huge 
impact. Um, we have a big email list and we like work really hard on our emails. We get a lot of sales through that. And then Pinterest yeah. with our bridesmaids collection is oh, huge cool. I'm sure. for us. Like you're and repinned like everywhere. I feel like I, whenever yeah. I'm on Pinterest, I see you guys. Yeah. That's so Pinterest so cool. is yeah. great. Hey, we're still doing Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook. People are still on it. Still yeah. on like it. Via ads the Facebook or just people like the are Facebook people. ads. We do like retargeting, a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we, we we get a lot of sales from it, surprisingly. And but Instagram I, is like our main, or where our, where our like yeah. prime and customer following base is. And is just so strong. And we have a big following. And it's like, because we've always done it in-house and ourselves, it's yes. a very like honest, I feel like it's a very honest customer. It's not like fake yeah. followers, you know? Yeah. Like, they're very engaged with Moomoo and what we're doing, which is awesome. So like we've always tried to protect that. Yeah, brand. absolutely. And you both personally have social followings too. Um, I think I kind of want to talk about that because I feel like a lot of founder facing companies, it's like, I think the founders are sort of challenged with like, how do I put myself out there on social media? And like, do I promote myself? How has that like helped your business? And can you talk through that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how it kind of all happened. But I think it was sort of through, you know, us deciding to have Moomoo separated from Cami and me and then all the girls. Like from the beginning, we were always Cologne Moomoo, Cami Moomoo, Lauren yeah. Moomoo. It was like this so awesome thing that happened that, that so became cute. like yeah. this Moomoo family online. Um, they're obviously not forced. It's by choice. But luckily, we love when they put Moomoo in their name. I they love work that. For us. Yeah. And, um, Natalie, can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Natalie, be social. Natalie, be social. <laughs> Um, but I think that sort of created like, you know, a little bit of interest in the people that follow Moomoo to see what we're up to as yeah. well. And, um, I mean, Cammie is like, so Cammie's more, she's better at Instagram than I am. Like I am like, she shows more of her personal life. I don't know yeah. I'm better. <laughs> I, I'm different. I like, more fashion. Cologne's okay. more fashion and clothes and okay. I'm just more generally stuff. Okay. So we probably share a lot of followers, but then mm-hmm. there probably is like a split somewhere yeah. between what people are more interested in seeing. Yeah. Which is fun because we get to sort of show whatever we want to show, right? Yeah. Like I love to talk about mom stuff and baby yeah. stuff and we don't want to overload style. show me your moo with that. So it's yeah. fun for me to be able to do that with the moo girls who care. Right. Right. Like the moo fans who care about my life. Yeah. I do share mm-hmm. more with them and like they love cologne on the show me Moomoo Instagram, but we can't post her every post. Right. So like if they want to see more, they can follow her mm-hmm. and then they get a little bit more of the stuff they like from her. So that's been um, really fun. And it's a good way for us to like really speak to the big, like the big Moomoo fans. Because yeah. if they're following us, they're probably following Moomoo because like what most of what we do is Moomoo related. Yeah. Or, you know, like if you don't like Moomoo, you're probably not going to like our feeds. Right. <laughs> so it's really like it, it, we get really engaged with the people that, that follow the brand and that know us like kind of yeah. personally now. And I feel like it's, it's fun. It's like it's been awesome to have that. Do you ever feel as like a founder of a company like sharing too much on your social or are there things that you like? shy away from because you like have this reputation you need to uphold? I think that social media is, has gotten really mean. Mm -hmm. So in general, I'm always scared. Like I'm scared. I'm going to put something up about something with my baby and you know, the evil mommy shamers of the world are going to come attack me or that, you know, we, sometimes we get comments even on Moomoo they say, why is your stuff so expensive? But you know, there's a nice way to say that and there's a rude yeah. way to say that. 100%. But I've started responding just from my own Instagram because I want them to really hear me talking to them, but I'm terrified. 
Yeah. You know, when I get asked that question, I explain, well, you know, we make every as much as we can in America and it's small quantities. We're not a mass produced China brand. Right. So I say it the nicest way I can. And then there's always the fear, like, were they just wanting to troll us and are they going to attack me back mm -hmm. and that kind of thing? But I don't know. I try to put myself out there a lot in a positive way. Yeah. And when people make me angry, I don't talk about it on social media. But I always try to, like, lead them back to the light. But some people don't want to see the light, right? Some people are on there just to be mean. And so it's about weeding through those people. And people who are genuinely challenging you or asking you a question, that's yeah. fine. There's a difference. But, I mean, I think about that every time I post anything, Yeah, honestly. And I yeah. wish it wasn't like that. And I hope Scary it gets better well. down the road. But that's the way it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, there definitely is a balance. I mean, Moomoo has its own. It's, Moomoo is a brand, so Moomoo has to be very careful with the way it's portrayed on social media. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we don't we don't cuss. We don't, like, you know, use bad words. Or, yeah. you know, we're not, like, I don't know. We try to be careful because, you know, we don't know exactly what our customer is all about. We don't want to, you know, rub anyone the wrong way on Moomoo. We can be a little more free. But then again, it's like we still try to be true to ourselves and kind of who we are, I think. Yeah. Just because no, we I are, you know, I mean, we're still a part of a bigger brand. So you have to be a little, it. yeah. Is that responsibility sensitive. like heavy sometimes? Like, do you feel stressed by it or is it still all like really exciting? I don't know why, but it doesn't really stress me out that much. It's still, it's because it's like our own and we made it. It's yeah. so close to us that yeah. I feel like more proud of it and less stressed by it. I mean, work is work is stressful. What we do every day is very stressful. And yeah. like we said earlier, like taking care of employees and having all of that on your back, that is stressful. Yeah. And like, you know, making sure everybody comes to work in a happy environment and goes home feeling fulfilled, like that's stressful. Yeah. The brand and like what we do like with social media is for some reason less stressful. Yeah. But it is a lot of work. <laughs> like posting and doing social yeah. media is, I mean, I wish it was my full-time job. I wish I was a blogger because yeah. I also have a full-time job. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? It's a lot. What does your day-to-day -day look like now? Like what do you guys, when you come into the office, like what do you guys start and do? Every day is a little different. We're starting to shift our schedules too now that we're both working moms to try to do a little more work from home days and things nice. like that. So the days we are in the office, we're super focused on the things we need to be in person for that you can't do over the phone, like all the creative design and sort of marketing and photo shoot brainstorming, mm -hmm. all the stuff that we really do best when we're in a group in person looking at things and like talking about ideas. Yeah, That's the stuff we focus on the, for the most part when we're in the office. And then if we're working from home, it's more of the boring stuff that you can hop on the phone and yeah. talk about numbers and like things like that. So that's how we're starting to split up our days. We, we start the workday at 10 because we're, you know, a fairly young office and we find our girls want to like sleep in and work a little later. That's cool. Versus I love that. waking yeah. up early yeah. um, off traffic and go home early. Yeah. See so yeah, how that oh, helps nice. with the traffic, but also gives me a little time in the mornings to play with my baby, go on yeah. a walk, that kind of thing. So it's kind of nice because I have a little mini morning before the work day because yeah. we work pretty late. So like I don't have much of a night yeah. after work. Like how work late are you guys working? Well, we're a lot better now because we have Ugh, kids, but yeah. it used to be like 
three in the morning. Just kidding. But it was, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm teasing. Oh my no, we would leave the office like eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now we try to leave. We, well, we try to leave at five, but we usually leave no, at like seven. We never leave at five. <laughs> that would be crazy. Right. And it's like cool. having your own business, you never are off, right? Like you might no. get home and still. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. We work from home a lot too. It's like you're on yeah, your phone. Yeah. You work on the weekends. Right. You do all of that. So every day is different, but every day is a blend of like normal life, work life, social media life. Yeah. All of it. Like it, none of it ever stops. We never take a complete break from anything. Yeah. So every day is like different. I'm sure it's the same for you and your type of work. Like you probably have to be here, there and everywhere. So it's not mm-hmm. like consistency, but it's like similar combinations yeah. just sort of shifted differently. Yeah. But do you genuinely like love what you do? Oh, we love it. Yeah. Like so much. Yeah. So, so, so much. I even like, I have a hard time being away, you know, when I'm on vacation. <laughs> same. I'm like, oh I my God, I need to work. work I, I miss the world. Yes. Gone. I hate it. I miss everybody. Same. And I miss the day. And I like crave that energy of like getting things done and feeling good about stuff and putting, pushing more stuff forward. So yeah. I definitely love it. Definitely. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, Before we hop into follower questions, I want to talk through like your influencer marketing strategy a little bit. You guys are at the forefront of that. I feel like I see like every influencer wearing your clothes. And then you did a capsule collection with the Salty Blonde. Can you tell us a little bit about that collaboration and what it did for the brand? Yeah, so we, um, our influencer strategy sort of from a bigger picture has always been to, you know, find the girls that we're organically friends with or people that we know that also represent the Moo Moo Girl and, like, start there. We always try to come from a really organic, natural place of the bloggers or the influencers that are already wearing Moo Moo. Like, how much more, what more can we do with them? How can we connect? Let's all go to dinner, things like that, which I think we've seen a lot of success. I mean, we're still self-funded. So we are, you know, really still doing this on our own and grassroots. So we've found that, you know, forging the personal relationships and connecting with other people in this industry that we genuinely like has been so successful for us. So we were looking to do a collab with someone. We just come off the Barbie collab that we did the previous year. Which is so cool. How did that come Which about? Was so so fun. fun. It was so, it was fun. so like, cool. Like, what? Wasn't someone on a date with someone who worked at Mattel? And it was Nicole. Nicole Boyd. Yeah, Nicole Mumu. And then, like, <laughs> was on a date and somehow connected someone with Mattel. And then they had yeah. seen Cologne's bridal shower, which was Barbie themed. Cammy threw me a, a Barbie, a Malibu Barbie bridal shower. No. And they so, saw it, which was yeah. amazing. But they, like, it was an amazing event. And then yeah. they were like, they, like, just wanted, thought it was like a good connection because of all of that. Oh so that gosh. was fun. So is that like a it licensing like a agreement with them? Or how does something like that come about? Kind of. Yeah, basically it was. It was just, yeah, it was basically we had to design a collection. Base, but it was so fun because we got to decide what we wanted the collection to look like just thinking of Barbie in mind. So like just co- like combining the brands yeah. and creating a clothing line based around Barbie as a brand. So we weren't like designing clothes for the Barbie doll, which people think get confused. It was for <laughs> small doll clothes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Human size Barbie clothes. Moo Moo clothes for adults. Yeah. With Barbie in mind. And so we kind of worked together with them. They got to sh- they shared with us like so much amazing stuff from the archives, like all of these like old photos oh, and fun. all different eras. And like we got to be inspired by all of their amazing, like, you know, they're basically just their archives of all of the past Barbie. Bar- real Barbies and all the content yeah. that they have. And so we chose like, we chose like kind of like 
I don't even know. I guess it was like mixture of like 70s and 80s because we kind of did like Malibu Barbie, L.A. Barbie basically. Yeah. And it was like bright and fun and very movie vibes. That is so It was cool. so fun. And you had like an event for it. You did yes. press. Yes. It was like, so fun. So, so after that, we, <laughs> we were both pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, pregnant Barbies. Pregnant Barbies at the event. After that, we were like, this was such a fun experience mm-hmm. to let someone else be part of our creative process and let it be Moo but sort of take a turn in like a very specific genre or light. Yeah. So we were brainstorming who, what, you know, lifestyle bloggers or what friends could we do something like this with on a, um, just a different sort of collab idea because we enjoyed the Barbie one so much and... Um, Salty Blonde was super, super high on our list of she's people. She's like so you guys, she's right? So like, she wears, she wears the brand. Yeah. She's funny. She like she's so real and hilarious. Mm-hmm. Her Instagram isn't too serious, which yep. is something we pride Mumu on being a little more playful and fun than all the yeah. serious fashion brands. So she truly was like the perfect fit, and we were so mm-hmm. excited it worked out to do it with her. And um, she is like so much more kind and pleasant She's and awesome. hilarious yeah, I than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. So the whole experience A to Z was so fun. We had a big party with her and like she was just, I could go on and on. I love her so much. Yeah. And the clothes She's were awesome. so cute Perfect and they were very moo and very her at the same time. So I really think the collection like was the perfect union of the two and it sold out like everything sold out the first week it was crazy so we had to recut everything like that normally doesn't happen okay with barbie and with salty blonde we saw like our customers and their customers move i guess much faster yeah than usual right it's like and you get just more focus and attention on the specific pieces. Like we have such a big collection that yeah. sometimes it takes a week or two for us to even show you something yeah. that's been online for a minute. But yeah. with Salty Blonde and Barbie, it was like everything stopped in Moomoo World and we were <laughs> focusing so hardcore on that stuff that mm-hmm. it really got out there and everyone saw it. But I was like blown away. It sold out really fast and we recut everything yeah for those who don't know like an influencer collab like is she actually like part of the design process like talk us through that a little bit yeah and I'm sure it can work all different ways but with her it kind of also depends on who you're working with and how much they want to be involved but with her she's obviously got like her own brand and um, style to represent so she was pretty hands-on with deciding the amount of SKUs we wanted to, she wanted to do, the print she wanted, the, you know, the accessories, all of that. Um, but it was a very much a collaboration. So it would be like, this was her vibe. We'd put together a mood board. She'd kind of like put, you know, put together her own. We'd approve it together. And then we'd go in showing her print options. What are you feeling? She would show us what she was thinking. And we basically would just like collaborate on getting it to the final product. And then the styles, you know, she she sees what Mumu does, so she could kind of see, like, I like this, I like that, I want something yeah. like this, tweak this, I want it to be like that, because then it'll still be, like, Mumu, right. but something she likes and she can see herself in. So it was very, very much together. But, we, I mean, and we also, like, have to be careful. We can't – I think that's why this collab worked, because her style is so Mumu. Yeah. You have to make sure it's somebody who, like, you know – you trust that their style will work for you because totally. at the end of the day, we have to sell the clothes. Right. So, I mean, it can be from her people a little bit, but yeah. it has to be something that represents your brand. So that was perfect because that was, you know, it it was such a great yeah. union between both of so us. So these but. two were super successful. Are you going to be doing more collaborations? Yes, that is the hope we have. I'm acting like I don't <laughs> yeah. know what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah. So, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. That is the hope. 
after Salty Blom, we like came together and put our next like wish list of cool. people that we would love, love, love to work with because yeah. same thing, they have the Moomoo vibe, they wear Moomoo and they're someone we would want to work with and do the creative process with. So we have a couple things in the works. It's cool. still early days, so we can't talk about it too much, but one of them is our friend who we love, Amber Lancaster. Oh, I know her. You know How that funny. girl. <laughs> also a new fellow mommy and stuff. So, yeah, that's um, perfect. She, we're really excited to work with her and see what comes of that. So yeah. stay tuned for that. I love that. All right, so going into fan questions, these are like rapid fire. You can answer quickly. Um, who are your style icons? Um, probably... I don't even know. It's like, it's, I don't know. I don't mind. What's yours? Kate Hudson. Mm. Always. That's a good one. I, I love how she dresses. Famous, so yeah. Her or Penny Lane <laughs> yeah. or like a blend. But yeah. She, I don't like fancy stuff at all. Me neither. And when she does red carpet mm-hmm. looks, I'm like, oh, I like that fancy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. she does exactly what I would do like at any occasion or what that I hope I could do. I mean, she just always is my favorite. Yeah. Always. No, that's a good one. Um, what's the best advice you've been given? That one's hard. <laughs> no, it's like one thing. Like a quote. The the quote I always say, which Clone's probably tired of hearing it every <laughs> no, time we do these one. things, are it's you know the days are long but the years are short. So just meaning like you know don't get too bogged down with the stressful times because you it will all fly by so fast, oh. and that really applies to like having our baby Mumu and having our baby babies. It's the same thing. Like everything is a season and. You don't want to get so consumed by the negative because it is passing until the next point. And really, you need to enjoy the ride that you're on because, I mean, like we've said, how long has this company been around? 10 years. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, and there have definitely been days that felt very, very, very long, but it's also flown by. So just remembering that you'll survive whatever you're going through and also just taking a moment to appreciate it, even the chaos and the craziness. Yeah. Because it so, goes too that, fast. That, like, hit me. That one's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> like, tear. I know, that's the one I always it's say. So it's, like, it's so true. It yeah. really is so true. Yeah. No, it is. Wow. Um, okay. Oh, this one's so hard. What's the next big style trend? Well, we had a big bucket season. We oh, call it like bucket a bucket season. Hat? Yeah. Did you guys Mooland. make any hats? We sold some. We, we sold some any. from other brands. Um, I just, yeah, we <sighs> were we were laughing because I mean, I wore a bucket hat in sixth grade, oh, like same. the entire time at summer 100%. camp, a chambray frayed bucket hat, and I was looking mm-hmm. for that exact same hat this summer. It was so crazy. So this summer was funny for me because. That's how you know you're getting older when everything you wore, like it's at a time you back. remember very clearly. Like, I mean, from puka shells to bucket hats. I'm like, I've I done know. all this. And yeah. honestly, I loved it. Yeah. So. Chokers, those are my favorite. Anklets. Anklets. Like, Anklets I'm so happy about. And like hair clips and stuff. It's toe cool. rings, I think. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, please yeah. no toe <laughs> I saw <laughs> that, though. I did see that. I'm yeah. not into that. So we're getting to the age where it's coming full it's circle and we've back. already done it and we're yeah. like doing it again. So that's been very, very funny. Yeah. Um, and in Moomalan, like bell bottoms are always in. Yeah. Always. They never went out of style. I They've just never been some gone. Recently. They're always cool. Mm-hmm. So like year round forever. And keep tall. 
Really? Bell bottom. Yeah, if you baby. wear like a chunky shoe with your bell bottom, you're gonna look tall. You're gonna really? look great. Okay. They're never not cool. They are very flattering. Okay. I need all the flattering. You need, you need the moo ones that suck you in. They're like space. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I need those. <laughs> um, what's the hardest part about starting your own business? These are not rapid fire. We always do this. I know. I'm like, well, I'm so bad at quick answers. <laughs> the time, probably, the time commitment. Yeah. Maybe some people have figured out how to do it without spending a ton of time, but that was not our reality. And most entrepreneurs I know are in the same boat. Um, The time, it's a lot of time away from fun things, personal life, all of that. You have to commit a lot of time and that's hard. If you work for someone, you can most likely go to work and go home. You never go home from your own company. Yeah. Yeah, you live you with to, it, but you know? especially in the beginning, like, well, actually, to be honest, that's not true because we still put so much time into it; it never ends. Yeah, but time is a commitment for sure. Totally. So you have to be like, be like ready for it and sacrifice things, right? Like, it's like, yeah. you started mm-hmm. your business young. I'm sure there's things where you like couldn't go out that night or couldn't totally. do X, Y, and Z because you I had mean, to yeah. do a meeting in the morning or we're at, like, and we're at, in the office all day, every day for so many so many years straight and I feel like a lot of people I don't know why but a lot of my friends just seem to always be like freelancing or something yeah. I'm like what is that life <laughs> you know you really that. can't like you don't have that luxury and s- some people make it work I don't really know how because I see people doing that too that own their companies but I don't know and it did, for us it's a, it's it's a lot of work yeah we, we put in you know we put the work in for sure yeah but look at you guys you're but killing it's, it it's worth it yeah definitely <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. So where can people follow you? <laughs> Personally, at, the same time. at Cologne Moomoo is my Instagram. Um, and our business is at Show Me Your Moomoo. Okay, perfect. And I'm at Cami Moomoo, C-A-M-M-Y-M-U-M-U. And we also have at Moomoo Weddings, which is really fun. Oh, that's cool. our complete bridesmaid. So if you're looking for a wedding inspo, that's the place to go. We do a combination of like our stuff, inspo picks, and it's all themed by color. Cool. So you can scroll down and find your like wedding vibe and we'll have yeah. tons of inspo on there. Do you just do bridesmaids or do you do wedding dresses too? We do, we have a limited collection of wedding dresses cool. that's for sale on Nordstrom. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. We do a lot of like for the bride, bachelorette party, yeah. rehearsal dinner, like different uh, bridal event outfits, cool. but not like a huge amount of wedding dresses. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. This was really fun. Thank you so much for having us. All right. Bye.